All right, welcome to the show. Good to have you along on this Tuesday, April the 6th. I know it's one of those mornings where you are scrambling probably, and you have been scrambling for the last 24 hours if your kids are in Peel, if they're in Brampton, Caledon, Mississauga, and you uh, receive the news, drop like a bombshell yesterday afternoon that Lawrence Lowe, the chief medical officer of health, was closing down schools. So this is not a lot of time, right? I mean, think about it. That's the Monday of the Easter break. Would have been a lot more handy if he, you know, would have looked at the numbers and said on Thursday, last Thursday, hey, your kids are going to be doing remote learning for a couple of weeks. If you don't mind, tell them to bring everything home with them. Maybe Wednesday would have been a good idea for that. So, you know, how do you make plans? I mean, that's, that's one of the things we're going to talk about. We'll open up the phone lines, find out, A, how you found out that um, your kids wouldn't be going to school tomorrow if you're in those jurisdictions. By the way, if you're in Guelph, you got a, a day extra to, to plan because tomorrow is when that's going to happen. Uh, earlier on in the morning show, uh, Mike Stafford had on the mayor of Brampton, who is, of course, not too happy about this. And he made his feelings known. Patrick Brown yesterday decided to tweet this out. He said, don't close elementary schools, vaccinate educators, close Amazon, close food processing plants, close busy box, big box stores, close crowded factories. And if our supply chain can't handle it, then vaccinate essential workers. Same old approach isn't working. We've reached out to the mayor of Mississauga, our guest, Bonnie Crombie, to talk about how she feels about the last minute uh, decision by Lawrence Lowe to close down schools for two weeks for remote learning while kids were off on Easter Monday. Welcome to the show, Bonnie. Good to have you on. Kelly, thanks for having me on this morning. So how frustrated are you and and how shocking was it for you yesterday to find out schools going to be closing like that? I think we were getting an inkling it could be coming, um, you know, on Friday, and we were watching the numbers very closely. Uh, Lawrence, our Dr. Lowe, has called this the most menacing wave yet, and we know it's affecting much younger people who are coming in with very severe symptoms. Uh, They're staying in ICU longer, much longer than in the first wave, which was, of course, affecting elderly people. We're seeing 15 to 20 people coming into hospitals each and every day. And then, in fact, at Trillium Health Partners, they double their numbers every 10 days. So it's it's pretty dramatic what's happening in the hospitals. 83 inpatients with COVID, uh, a number of others with COVID-related illnesses, over 20 in critical care in ICU, the hospital capacity 100%. Uh, and they are, of course, transferring patients out of the hospitals to other neighboring, well, not even neighboring, other hospitals, including Niagara, Kingston, Ottawa. So Lawrence felt strongly that he needed to break the chain of transmission uh, very strongly here in in Peel. What I will share is that I, you know, I joined Mayor Brown in his frustration. I think that, you know, I would have hoped parents could have had a little more lead time to get prepared, um, you know, with uh, child care, et cetera, should they need it. Um, and in addition, I'll say that I think what we've been doing here in Peel hasn't been working. Peel and Toronto have their two regions that have been in lockdown for the longest and it has not had the effect of driving down our numbers. Our numbers, as a result of the new variants, continue to increase. So we need a different approach and we are appealing to the Premier to change the framework to change the color framework from, you know, the age cohort system. I really think we need to address the source of the transmission, and largely that has been workplaces. So as Mayor Brown has said, you know, these big warehouses, Mm -hmm. factories, 
vulnerable workers who are our essential workers who are keeping our economy running in warehouses, manufacturing centers, food processing, packaging, distribution, etc. Not and not only to say, of course, our teachers, our educators, we've closed schools down. This is a great opportunity. Let's get those teachers vaccinated. And what about our transit workers? Anyone who is essential and facing the public, with the, that's who we need to get vaccinated here in Peel and in Toronto. I think we need to rethink the strategy because it hasn't mm-hmm. been working here. Uh, Mayor Crombie, we heard of a, a, pharma, uh, a pharmacist yesterday going off script, funnily enough. Oh, dear. And, and well, just deciding that he would be vaccinating um, teachers 55 and older uh, at his pharmacy yesterday. So that's what I mean by going off script. So off the provincial script, you know, getting out of that age group and getting, you know, targeting teachers. Uh, how much leeway does uh, Mississauga and do jurisdictions have to do this on their own? Like, do we really have to wait for the premier to say, OK, here you, you've received your uh, vaccines and here's how you have to use them? Or, or couldn't you just decide, OK, for the next two weeks, guess what? This is what we're doing in Peel. Well, that's funny you should ask. I asked that very same question of Dr. Lowe yesterday. I said, we know what needs to be done here in Peel. Why aren't we doing it? Uh, and he said, of course, it's the provincial framework and we need to work with the min- our partners in the ministries. Uh, and so we're appealing to them right now, to the premier and the different ministries that are responsible to say, you know, this age cohort system, while good, and we now have gotten the most vulnerable vaccinated, the 80 plus, the 70 plus, and we're on 60 plus here in Peel. Uh, and in Toronto. As a matter of fact, I understand that some of the hospitals in Toronto are also vaccinating 55 plus in high risk neighbourhoods and 55 plus with underlying health conditions. And, you know, that also makes a lot of sense. Let's go to those neighbourhoods that are already in the red. They're already the hot zones and let's get those people vaccinated. So there is some room here, I think, to, to shift the strategy a little bit, marginally so, but we really need to address the root causes. Mm-hmm. And we know what they are in here in Peel. It's our workplaces, those large workplaces like the Amazons. We know they've been in a, they've had significant outbreak. Canada Post had a significant outbreak. Why aren't we there with a mobile unit? And if we don't have the capacity to do that, why don't we invite them all down to our mass vaccination centers? We have five of them in Mississauga. Brampton has another four. So why aren't we inviting them down to our mass vaccination centers and said, everybody on, you know, come in an hour early from your shift and let's get you vaccinated. Now, supply has been an issue, supply of vaccine. But now I believe that's been solved. We had millions of doses of Pfizer and Moderna and AstraZeneca reach Canada and are now in our each of our neighborhoods and each of our regions and in our pharmacies and some of our primary care providers. And of course, in our hospitals and mass vaccination sites. So it's time to get into the people who really need it. And I do say that includes our educators, our teachers, our transit drivers and our factory warehouse workers. I'd like to play a clip from Patrick Brown. He's, of course, uh, the mayor of Brampton, and uh, he was on the morning show with Mike Stafford. Have a listen, Bonnie. If you really wanted to shake things up, you wanted to get case numbers down in in Peel region, you would close these these uh, companies in transportation, logistics, food processing, because that's where we've seen um, literally hundreds of, of, of outbreaks. Uh, but the response has always been, oh, Canada's supply chain can't handle that. Well, if Canada's supply chain can't handle that, and demand from the government that we need vaccines for these essential workers. Can you give us an idea of, of how much we depend on the workers at these uh, fulfillment centers or food processing plants or factories in our warehouses in Peel? Well, absolutely. They are our critical workers. 
they are keeping our economy running, not only in Peel, but all in Ontario and right across the country. These are vital people, and he is absolutely right. We need to expand the list of non-essential employment, uh, close down some of these places. And, you know, we've been challenging the notion that the big box stores need to open while our small retailers, who are our local entrepreneurs, had to be closed. That was fundamentally unfair, set out, a, a you know, just not a level playing field, not uh, a huge competitive advantage to those large big box stores. Here they are selling non-essential items when all those small retailers were forced to close. That was unfair. That has to change. So yes, let's get, let's expand the list of non-essential and let's get vaccine to those essential workers who are, uh, you know, those factory workers, teachers, transit drivers who are keeping our economy running and keeping our children safe for Mm -hmm. goodness sakes. Let's get it to the teachers. I, they, I know they're uh, meant to be vaccinated in phase two. Anyone who can't work from home will be vaccinated later in phase two. That won't come till May or June. And by then, the teachers would be off for the summer. Let's get them vaccinated now. I know that Dr. Lawrence Lowe, who's the chief medical officer of Health and Peel, um, Eileen Davila, she's uh, in Toronto, and uh, Dr. Vera Etches, I believe, is in Ottawa. They have written to the premier and they are urging the province to not only move schools online, but they are urging for a stiffer, firmer lockdown, a stay at home order. Can you speak to that and, and how you feel about that? Yes, certainly. They are asking for a stay-at-home order. They're looking also at expanding the list of non-essential businesses that should now close as a result. Um, All I'll say to that is we have not had the desired result here in lockdown. And we know that the stay-at-home order, if it were to be effective, has to be applied right across the GTA. You can't have some regions open and some regions closed because we know through anonymous aggregate cell phone data that people are moving. They'll move from the region that is in lockdown and shut and stay-at-home order to those regions that are not. We've seen that to be true at, at Christmas time after the holidays with the, the Boxing Day shopping. We've seen that to be true in the, uh, the lockdown orders of the past month. You know, we have been in lockdown longer than any other region in North America, in Peel and in Toronto. It is now no longer effective. It is not working to drive down our numbers. We need to do something different. Yeah, and, and why Mayor Brown... Go ahead, Bonnie. That's why Mayor Brown. That's why Mayor Brown and I are both advocating to expand that non-essential list. Let's close down down some of these uh, large employers that have faced outbreak and get these workers vaccinated. Let's get to the vaccines to where we know is the the source of the spread. I know that Mississauga handed out uh, some tickets, COVID-19 tickets over the past uh, Easter weekend. Can you talk about what the fines were for? Yes. Uh, There were um, a number of uh, restaurants that had been opened covertly and uh, they received uh, charges and fines. Uh, That was primarily uh, the the ticketing that occurred. Okay. Well, I also heard that there were some social distancing um, gatherings that people weren't adhering to social distancing. How much of a a threat do you think this is, the fact that the message uh, is, is now... I don't want to say uh, not being heard. I think it's now being ignored by a lot of people. Certainly, I think what we're seeing is COVID fatigue and people very much want to get on with their daily lives. The weather is is improving. Um, you know, we thought we had light at the end of the tunnel. We were to come out of lockdown. Uh, I do find that people are relaxed in the warmer weather. They're outside a little more and not adhering to the four 
protocols, which includes masking, washing your hands, keeping that safe physical distance and using hand sanitizer. So we have to ensure that people are following the public health guidelines um, and not relaxing them because that is a large source of the spread. Uh, Chris just handed me something. Chris is our producer of the show. He just handed me uh, virtually here um, a notification that there's a memo that was sent out to teachers at Niagara Catholic School Board, and they will soon be able to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. It says all active, full-time, part-time, occasional and casual uh, Niagara Catholic staff and those scheduled for return to work within the next six weeks are eligible to be vaccinated next week. If they can do it, how excited are you? I'm excited. Crossing guards and bus drivers, too. In fact, I saw the very same information cross my wire and uh, flagged it for Dr. Lowe and our team. And he said they're evaluating that very closely. So we have had a a supply of vaccine issue here in Peel region. I believe it has now been solved since we're receiving new and extra doses. So as as long as the supply exists, I don't see why we can't get the the teachers who are in charge of our most precious children uh, vaccinated so that every life can get back to normal for our students and the teachers can get the vaccine as well as the crossing guards, and the bus drivers, our transit drivers and the other essential workers. Let's get them vaccinated. Bonnie, before I let you, you go, uh, I, you know, when we were talking earlier on in the conversation about Dr. Lowe and uh, saying that, you know, we're going to close down the schools and you heard about the numbers rising on Friday, we I, I believe modeling came out before the announcement was made that we were going to shut things down. On, on Thursday, we found out that there was new modeling. Kind of saw things going this way. Do you think um, we we maybe should have read the writing on the wall then and um, Dr. Lowe should have pulled the emergency break early? I, mean, I just feel for parents. Uh, absolutely. I have the utmost sympathy and compassion for parents. You know, if it had been me, I would have said, look, if we if we are at all uh, considering that we may go into closed school closures, why don't we give them the heads up that we're going to monitor very closely over the weekend. If things don't change, then we're headed for school closures so that it's given them the opportunity to prepare. Um, I completely agree. I have flagged this as well as, uh, you know, uh, an area we could have done better for parents because, of course, it's left them scrambling this morning. It's very difficult on a day's notice to find appropriate childcare when we all have responsibilities, jobs, etc. Um, so, you know, notwithstanding, the kids should be in, in school. We all like to say it. school should be the, the last to close and the first to open. And if we're considering sh- school closures, parents need to be advised and they need to be given a mm-hmm. sufficient warning so that they can prepare and they can plan for childcare should they require it. Considering we're already doing it. So uh, schools closed in Peel in your jurisdiction until uh, after the uh, April break and remote right. spring break, yep, that and remote break, uh, remote learning is is happening right now. Bonnie Crombie, it's a pleasure having you on the show. Stay safe. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Thanks so me, much. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers.